This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Welcome to episode 13 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Uh, they invited me back uh, to do the intro. And today, big news of the week, of course, is uh, the NHL playoff format. We're going to give our thoughts, our opinions on that. And we'll also give you some uh, picks, our, our picks of each of the each of the rounds and who we think is going to uh, you know, move on our uh, playoff bracket. And then at the end, we'll have uh, Martin's uh, wins and fails of the week. That's a new exciting, uh, you know, a new exciting uh, topic segment. There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Uh, It really is a tough job. Anyway, (laughs) but you're doing well under pressure, Ty. Thank you. Everyone's watching me. Everyone's listening to me. If you think about it, Ty, you are the most critical point. You, everyone hears your introduction. So all 100 listeners that we had like on last week's episode or whatever, they all heard you because you are the intro. So you and make then, or break everything. No pressure. And then they probably didn't listen after that because it was so bad. <laughs> That's, that is a possibility. We are running a risk. No, it's because the rest of our content is bad, but Ty, like no one can match Ty's level of, of introduction. That's right. <laughs> It's always oh, right. like meaning Definitely. I don't really know what we're talking about during the week, and you got to remind me all the time. But you know we're good. Let's get yeah, into it. Right. Yeah, Enough of that. Break down the format. So, uh, as you know, there is going to be the uh, eight teams uh, sort of play in round on each conference, right? And then you got the top four uh, seeds, right, of each division, and then I guess the it's it was it the, the next best team was the fourth one. Martin, what are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, Ty, go back into it. I'm good. All right. So we got the play in round, and then they'll play. I think they're also planning on doing like a round robin to determine the seedings for the other four teams in the in the conference, right? Uh that's gonna it's exciting. There's gonna be a lot of hockey. The play in round is gonna be a best of five for sure. After that, um it's not determined yet, but it's probably gonna be a best of five for the next round, at least, I think. Um you know, to and then you know, as you move along, I think when you get to the finals, it might be a best of seven. But I think all the other rounds, um, what I've been hearing is they'll be best of five, just to sort of speed things along. Um, but really? I guess we're gonna discuss. Yeah, um, it's to be determined, of course. Um, it, but we'll, we'll we'll see, I guess. But uh, I guess we'll move into everyone's thoughts and opinions on this, and yeah. uh, let's get started. Where is the gonna... first thought? Like. Do you like how they're going straight into the playoffs or yeah. or do you wish they kind of finished the regular season? I think that uh, I'll answer your question there. 
Um, there was, there's no, there's no possible way um, that they could have finished the regular season and then done the playoffs. Cause we're looking, honestly, we're looking at maybe a July, end of July, beginning of August, best case scenario, start dates, right? Players need to get back in shape. Like if they're like me, they're just sitting around at home. They're not like you. Oh, they're not. One single one. One single NHL player is like you. They also well, weren't doing that before, so you've been doing that your entire life. So I don't think it, it really counts. Oh, oh, okay. I thought. Well, that's an eye-opening uh, revelation thing to to realize. Revelation, right there, man. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, that disappointment aside. Uh, really though, like the, the think of the conditioning that they'll have to get back in because, I mean, okay, yes, they were not sitting around, but they're not, they weren't <laughs> skating for a couple months, right? Not all Unless, of them. Not all of them. They're, they're, it's not possible. Like I don't know any arenas in Toronto that have been opened up at all. Um, you know, getting it's going to be like a uh, like a preseason game at first, probably. I think they also talked about exhibition games. I don't know, but you're going to see players, and I'm, I'm my concern is that players might get hurt. Right, coming back from yeah. not playing for so long and not doing anything because it's different than an off season where you can train and you can skate whenever you want. They're they're not really doing that. It was an abrupt stop, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, except for the people in Sweden, which is uh, been a problem. I've heard for like the players. Yeah. Some of the players have disagreed strongly with that because it gives them such like. A competitive edge. It's the but same in, in, in the states. Yeah, it's the same in the states though, because some states have opened up, right? Like Florida's opened up, uh, and other states. And, and I know we're not discussing the politics here. But politics aside, Florida's opened up, like you know, and uh, Ontario. When are we going to open up things? Right? It's. I think Ottawa maybe got an approval to open up, uh, like a skating facility. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I kind of. I kind of remember reading that in the news. I'm not really. Yeah. Claude, to it, Claude but... Drew could skate on it or something. Yeah. By himself, yeah. it sounded like. By himself. Know. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, there's there are so many there are so many um, now get to guess to the, talk about the actual coronavirus right there's so many things that they got to consider as well for mm-hmm. this. You have players like for example, um, Max Domi. He's kind of outspoken about this. Uh, he has diabetes, right? So, uh, so kind of an underlying health concern. And like, what are you going to do with players in his situation who have, you know, other health concerns as well? They might not even be comfortable playing. Like I know a lot of the athletes these days are like, I'll play whatever. I don't care. I don't care if I have a concussion. I don't care if I have this. I'll play. I don't care about the health consequences of coronavirus. But Max Domi (laughs) is someone who's kind of outspoken about diabetes, right? And how he has to deal with this. Yeah. And like, how do you, how do you? Uh, ensure his safety right I, I don't know if you really can right like uh i've heard devin dubnik doesn't even really want to play like he's pretty done because yeah. his wife had big health issues earlier in the year and so i've heard devin is pretty out um i'm sure like other fl- players like nick felino just had a video saying like if i can't see my family like i'm not playing um did you see the comments underneath that post yeah they were they were they were pretty bad. Man. That's that's kind of in my wins and losses at the end of the week, at the end of the episode. So we can get into that later. But like I I think we'll see some players not come back. Like I think it's almost a guarantee. Like Devin Dubnik. Do you think? At do you think they will come back, or do you think that they'll just feel the immense like pressure of 
I don't oh, think there should be pressure, though. I know, but yeah. it's about should there be pressure. It's are, is there going to be pressure, right? But so I like don't if think management, it, like a teammate will be like, "Yo, man, like you have to come back." No, but like, I don't think a teammate would be like, "No, how could you not come back?" I think they're going to feel like, "Oh, everyone on my team's back except me." Yeah, and you and he, there's no doubt. Like even if there's sympathy among the players or maybe even the staff, like some people are going to feel like, "Wow, I can't believe that you didn't come to like." fight with us right like they were like a cup run for nhl players is like the the peak of their lives right yeah like, you know what i mean oh, so like sure. if there's if, if, they, if minnesota loses in the first round and it's because they had to play their backup goalie the entire but is round, minnesota like, really like players... thinking they're gonna win <laughs> like that's fair, that's a fair <laughs> point. hey listen like, 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 I, I, I think it's know. an interesting conversation because like for me i would say that these players and the will be a, a lot more um, forgiving of people not coming back for this because if you mm-hmm. have a concussion, if you if you break a leg, like that doesn't affect anyone else but yourself. Like if I had a concussion or if I had a broken leg and maybe wasn't fully healed yet, I could make that decision on my own. But if it's like it's my child or it's my parents or it's my wife, I think people would be a lot more understanding of that decision to not not play because I don't think any of these players really want to be away from their family for like three months yeah, at I a think time. You're I think it should be a lot like more forgiving. I feel like you're looking at this very optimistically in like a bright lens in the world where everything makes sense and people care about other people. Listen, like, yeah. Like yeah, Luke, like you're, you're assuming. You saw, you saw the comments underneath. Like half the comments were literally people saying like, no, you have to like, you shouldn't be in the NHL. You shouldn't be able to play professional hockey if you don't come back. No, that's what, but that's what, that's so ruthless. Your question wasn't about fans and whether they care about fans. I know, but, about but, the pressure but from the teammates. Players that are gonna have that same view set. There's no way, right? Like you see the amount of people out there. Oh yeah. That, like don't even. One hundred percent. There'll be players. There aren't NHL players that are like, oh, I don't believe this is that big of an issue, and you know, like, big Trump like obviously we saw with the Brendan Life. Hey, we're not talking politics. It's not hey, politics. yeah, yeah. It's Stick to sports, people. boys. Stick to sports. <laughs> But you saw with the Brendan Leipzig that clearly players judge each other. Like, that was way more extreme. But, yeah, there would be some judgment in some circles of the NHL players, like, probably. there will definitely be management, too. There's going to be some general manager that's pissed off that his player that he's paying $4 million a year didn't show up for the rest of the season or the playoffs because he was worried about whatever the situation is and then. You know, the owners, ownerships, it's just going to be like some nagging feeling inside of them, right? And you already see like all these biases that GMs have and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like that's going to come into play at some point. Yeah, hey man, hockey isn't for everyone, you know? <laughs> like even like even I, like if my office was like, oh, you need to come back into work. And like, and I feel like, oh, I have, if let's say I had older parents and I didn't want to come in, I'd still feel pressure to come in even though, and that's a way le- my job is, not even close to the amount of pressure that NHL players have. So if I'm feeling the pressure to come back into the office, like what what would NHL players feel like? That's true. That's yeah, true. I guess I see the, I see the point there. But I, at the end of the day, I it would be really interesting to see. But I don't think it will be as bad as that as you think or as you're kind of alluding to. I don't know. Like, do do you think there will be a bunch of players that don't end up coming? I don't. I don't like, think a bunch. I don't think a bunch. I think like maybe a very minute few. A couple. There's, but there are some big guys though. Like I said, Max Domi is is a guy who has kind yeah, but of. Montreal's not going to win. Past. 
Like Montreal has but no business small. being there. <laughs> like, Listen, Montreal, but but, but that's Max a that's Kobe, a health Montreal's risk. A better team. For, that's that's a re- health risk for himself. So I think players definitely understand that one. Like, there's no way you can force him. Because like literally, you're telling him he has to go put his life. Yeah, but then on you're the gonna. T- but Mon- you honestly think Montreal fans are just or even like hockey fans in general, they're just gonna be like, oh, it's okay. Our, our, you know, our second line center, or first line center, however. You I think there'll be it. some people, not, not, but like a bunch of people won't think like that. Like that's pretty ruthless. Man, I know a bunch of people won't, but there's gonna be a vocal minority that do. Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah, like a vocal minority. You say trade <laughs> Nylander, vocal minority. <laughs> I don't. I don't okay. know. I, I think it's it's a really interesting conversation, but at the same time. Uh, I maybe I just believe too much in in the humans, you know. It's, it's always a PR move too when when they're like, um, oh, you know, he sat out and we're, you know, he sat out for his health, and obviously we want him to take the full time for recovery. That's always a PR move. Those GMs and those like leaders and those owners want those guys in like right now. Those guys want to be in right now too, but they have medical doctors who are there probably being like, you know, for the health of this person, they shouldn't be there. So. I think if if that medical doctor holds that same weight, then that that should well, be think, enough. I think what you mentioned there is kind of interesting because it'll it might also depend on the type of team that's playing. You know, if you're if you're a star forward for Tampa, you're gonna come back because you're like, oh, this is my year to win. If I'm on yes. Montreal, I'm thinking yes. like, am I really gonna win a cup? Like, if I'm gonna look at this 100%. what are the odds that Montreal, even with, you know, let's say I'm a very good player, I'm Max Domi, I'm whoever the, it is on their team. Like, am, is Montreal really going to win a cup with me? Probably not, right? But, like, if you're a star player on Boston, on Tampa, on one of the top teams, like, how are you going to personally feel if they go on a cup run and they're, they they don't have you? What if they even win a cup? Does your name get put on the cup if they win? Do you yes. Play, like, all that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. right? Like, that's going to play 100%. I would actually think the opposite. I would think that Montreal thinks that this is exactly their year to win it because of the huge asterisks that's going to be on it. This is their year to take advantage of everyone that's unfit, untrained, coming back into it. And I would think that Boston, Tampa are like, I don't really care about winning this year. There's a huge, huge asterisk to it. I would rather win a real cup next year. I don't, no, I don't listen, think there, I don't think I, there's an asterisk, but keep, keep yeah, going, Ty. There's a huge asterisk. Oh, listen, no, dude, there's no. only going to be an asterisk if a certain teams win it. If a favorite wins the cup, nobody's going to have an asterisk beside it. But if it's like Montreal, yes. or Toronto, yeah. or Columbus, or Minnesota, or the Oilers, everyone's going to be like, nah, it's on a real cup. Like, Elliot, Friedman, and Elliot Friedman put it well. Like Some people are saying it's not going to be a real cup because uh, like it would be easier this time around or something. Um, but I don't think that's true at all. Like uh, Elliot was saying, like if – like. This year actually is kind of harder because they have to be like if you're going on a cup run, you could be away from your family for like three months. So like yeah. that's really hard. Like even during the cup, you get to go home and be with your family. Like so there's some normalcy. But like this time around, there would be no normalcy. So it'd be yeah, kind I don't of see how mentally it would be- tougher. I wouldn't say it'll be harder, but it definitely isn't easier. It's just the same as any other. If yeah. anything, it's harder for the bottom teams that would have just made the playoffs normally, and now they're going to get kicked out in the first round because of random luck over a five-game series, right? Like, that's – I don't know. Anyways, 
Okay, Ty, go ahead. <laughs> Ty, finish um, your thoughts. Yeah, and then finish I'll, then I'll go into it. All right, all right. My my last thoughts is I I don't think that like like even you and Eric were saying having a little debate there, uh, Luke. Um, when when you're like, oh, uh, Montreal's a team who's going to be like this can be our year to win it, or one of those underdog teams were kind of there just just because, right? Like like uh, Montreal, Chicago, New York Rangers, whatever, any of those teams, they they will be saying this is our chance to win it. We can surprise, we can shock some teams, and I don't think anyone's downplaying like Montreal with if Carey Price, you know, picks it up, um, and but I I don't think that teams like Boston are going to be like I don't want to play. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about this year. The top teams: Boston, Tampa, whatever, Colorado. I don't think they're going to be like. I don't care. This is an asterisk of a year. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's going to be trying. I think mm-hmm. every, like everyone thinks they have a shot. It's it's open. It it literally is open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 pretty and, open. Well, Martin, and with that, we move on to a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll be breaking down the playoff format and who we think is going to win. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7. Or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls, Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Guys, are you looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. BlueChew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. Okay, now keep going. Okay, we're back. So, yeah, we're back. <laughs> Let's take a look into the... Uh, the you know, we had a good discussion there about the uh, about the health concerns and things like that. Let's take a look into the bracket now because it's happening, right? Whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I'm it's going to be exciting. <laughs> and everyone who's saying that they don't like it, like I actually okay, just one last thing. Sorry, I did see on Tim and Sid where it's like there are tons of people who are going to be like, I don't like this playoffs. It's fake, whatever. But these players are putting their lives at risk, right? Like they're playing for our entertainment while we're sitting at home. We're going to be sitting at home for, for whatever. Right. And we got to consider that. And I think everyone's going to be watching it. Everyone's going to be excited by it, but pulling up the bracket now. Um, just got to load it up on my phone. Sorry. I thought there wasn't actually. I, I wonder yet. how it's going to work this year. Cause normally they don't make money for the playoffs. Right. So they're not even really coming back for money. They're coming back for literally the chance to play. 
No, no, they are coming back for money because escrow is going to take so much of their like salaries away. So they're basically coming back to play to regain some of the salary that they would have made. Like they're going to lose 30 to 40% of their salaries basically this year. All right. So let's start off for the East. Okay. Eastern bias in the qualifying round or the play in round. Let's start off with uh, Pittsburgh versus Montreal. And we have some big news out of Pittsburgh. Nick Bukestad is injured for the rest of the year. Um, he's not coming back. Um, do you think Montreal can pull off the upset here? I personally, I don't see Montreal pulling up the offset upset on Pittsburgh. I think they, uh, I think they just have a better team. Like Pittsburgh's better basically everywhere, right? Like they have the star talent. They still have a very good goaltending duo in Matt Murray and Tristan Yari. They have a really good offense. They, they're going to be healthy. They're going to have Jake Gensel back, which is huge for them. Why is Martin waving his hand? I have something <laughs> to he say. Wants to talk. <laughs> he wants to talk. <laughs> um, so I saw I saw the vote. You guys all probably all saw it too. That uh, there was two reasons um, that teams didn't want to play a one game knockout or whatever the one suggestion was. And it was Carey. No, it was some other Carey Price. Carey yeah, Price and Patrick Carey, Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Like Carey Price yeah. could win. Could have two, no, three phenomenal games and beat Pittsburgh. Yes. Yes. But so can every other goalie. But Carey Price is like. Yeah, but I would, I would put really him a odds of other goalies doing it. <laughs> Just as high as Price doing it, basically. Like, Jari had a better season than Carey Price did. Why are we going to assume that all of a sudden. Yeah, but, I think, but it's Carey Price. Carey's, like, he, I know he's Carey Price, but he's, he was Carey Price three years ago. He's not Carey. Like, people think he's the carry price of three years ago when he was, like, literally unbeatable. And it was just, like, every night he let in but one But don't, don't you think he sometimes has unbeatable games? He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He definitely does. But so does Which are better than goalie. most goalies? Like... Yes. Yes. Yeah, probably. I think so. This is voted on by the players, not just, like, your average schmuck. Yeah, like, this I mean, was a player okay, vote. None of no NHL goalies are average schmucks. They're all the yeah, yeah. <laughs> world, right? Like if you're if you're looking at like who performed better this year already, Tristan Jari was far better than Carey Price was, right? Or at least similar to Price. So like I no, don't know I'm why. Not... Is this narrative that like Carey Price is going to steal a series? Why can't any other like nobody's talked about any other goalie? Like nobody said Hellie Buck's going to steal the series. Nobody's saying Crawford's going to steal a series. You're saying Lundqvist is going to steal the series. It's all just price, and I don't understand why where this is coming from. Well, Lundqvist doesn't play, so yeah, <laughs> Lundqvist is a bench warmer. <laughs> you don't. They could play Lundqvist in the playoffs, though. No, no, they're not. Um, <laughs> uh, here, here's I don't think there's any chance that Montreal wins. Pittsburgh would win. Yeah, I think I, Pittsburgh, I think would, Pittsburgh win. will win. I, I so this is there's no upset, but there could be an upset, and this would be a huge one. But also, we're also forgetting. Um, that Pittsburgh has Selkie Trophy winner Zach Aston Reese, and they also have uh, Calder Trophy winner and also uh, Norris Trophy winner John Marino on the back end. So, who cares about Carey Price when he got the best defense? Okay, next Gosh. series <laughs> with that. Next Carolina, series. Carolina, and New York Rangers. Okay, Rangers are winning. Dude, Rangers are winning. Rangers are winning this one, hundred percent. And you want to know what? Carolina was scared of they they voted no to the playoffs because they're scared of New York. 
hundred percent. No, they voted no because it doesn't make any sense that they had a ninety oh percent chance of making the playoffs, and it went down to fifty. They didn't have a ninety percent chance of making the playoffs. Eighty percent chance. Sorry, correction. They were they were like two points out. It was so open <laughs> in that two in points that out with two games in hand. Okay, but still, Less than ten games left. That's a huge lead <laughs> Listen, in the NHL. Also. Look at the look at Carol. I'll, I'll, I gotta send you. Gotta post this. This, uh, this, this you gotta post. Of the Rangers, dude. You gotta post Don't this picture. This, this they are afraid this of the Rangers. Such, this is such a like media narrative that's gonna come up. This is so media cool. narrative. My ass. Carolina, so cool. New York is literally <laughs> the anti-Carolina. Out of anyone, out of anyone that Carolina could have drawn, New York was one of the best options. No, it's 100%. not. Are you kidding me? Hundred percent, New York. Was one of the best <laughs> you dumb. What is happening? I'm just watching this, and this is great. <laughs> Rangers are literally the anti-Carolina. All you stats guys love Carolina. Rangers are the anti-Carolina. Are Rangers because, the anti-Carolina. All the stats they people have think Aaron and Fox should win the Calder and the Calder. Yeah, the Calder. Fox should win the Calder. The Calder. Calder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam Fox should, and they also got amazing goalie Igor Shesterkin. Best goalie in the league. Okay, um, I'm not saying that Carolina can't lose to the Rangers. I'm saying this whole bullshit about them being scared of the Rangers is nonsense. They're scared of the Rangers. I'm sending you this picture, and you're posting. I'm posting you're it on Talking Hockey. I'm oh, posting dear it on God. Talking Hockey. I'm logging you, you out of Talking Hockey right now. Oh, dear God. All right. I think that's this enough the of the Carolina New York Rangers. Win. Rangers right, are winning. Rangers are winning. Martin, who you got? Wait, wait, Martin, wait, who you got? Why, why do you think the Rangers are winning? Before we finish. Because they are the because like they, they have the, dominated they the, Carolina, they've do, like they've dominated Carolina. When have they dominated Carolina? I, Carolina beat them in all four games this season. No, they didn't. Yeah, no. they did. Go. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. No, they yeah, didn't. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they Is did. Is it the opposite? No, the opposite. Carolina okay. beat the Rangers. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm showing you the picture. <laughs> Pull it up. Carolina 100% beat the Rangers in all four games this year. Why are we still I had like twenty Rangers fans DM me saying they're nervous because Martin, it's the battle of the Carolina. egos. <laughs> this isn't even a battle of an ego. This is a fact. The, the Car- Carolina won the series against the Rangers. Why would they be scared of them this year? I'm getting you the picture. Hi, you're an idiot. <laughs> Hurry up, okay, Ty. Ty, we're on the here. Let's Ty, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to the next. Let's move on to the next bracket. Um, okay. New York Islanders versus the Florida Panthers. I think that's an interesting series. I honestly think uh, I don't. I don't know if 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 uh, what's his face, the goalie down there in Florida. What's his name? Bobrovsky. I'm completely <laughs> blanking. I wanted to call him Breeze Galoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think Florida can pull off. That win against the Islanders. Yeah, that's that because like, I hate the Islanders, but I I think uh, Florida's got this. I think they can. Yeah, I'm pulling up the season, by the way, just so everyone knows. And New York Rangers won every game against Carolina. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I fucking that's said. Right. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear. I don't like so many DMs from people it. telling me that he was that New York Rangers. I'm, I'm going to go through the score. Eric, do not. Yeah. 
believe our followers all the time. New York Rangers, New York Rangers 4-2. New York Rangers 3-2. New York Rangers 5-3. Um, New York Rangers 5-2. It wasn't even close. New York Rangers dominated Carolina all year. Please look at the picture I just sent, okay? And see all the L's that I Carolina can't, I can't look at the picture you just sent. Okay. My let's, let's, keep, let's keep going. The next. You know yeah, but that was really funny because Eric just said this is a fact. So clearly, <laughs> I'm, but I'm Eric happy has with recency bias. But I'm happy to admit I'm wrong. Are you? That's all. I'm happy to admit it. Are you? But still, I don't. I don't. Still, don't think that Carolina is scared of the Rangers. I think they're terrified. Now I'm. I'm on Ty's side. Ty, you've convinced me. Um. Do I think? Okay. Do I think the Islanders or Florida will win? I think yes. the Islanders will win. I think the Islanders will win because um, it depends who's in net though. If they got Bobrovsky in net, um, he kind of sucks. And but. <laughs> Uh, this year, this year, this year, but at the Islanders, um, goaltending is always great, and has that been is true for the past three years. That, guess, that will years. be the problem. That will be the problem Wasn't for the, the Panthers really for sure. Last year, though, too, and then he had an awful regular season. Who Bobrovsky? Bobrovsky, yeah. He wasn't awful last year. He wasn't great last year by any means. Well. Yeah, and then he also he also did choke in the playoffs a couple of years ago against uh, Pittsburgh when he had his when he was crazy in the regular season wasn't good in the playoffs. So, um, anyway, on to the I think uh, Luke, did I you think, wait? I didn't give yeah, my sorry. take. Sorry. I think Florida could be one of the darkest horses to win. Um, that was a weird way of saying it. Could be the dark horse in the East uh, to win the series uh, against the upper seed, um, just because I think Bobrovsky could steal. A, a playoff series, um, you know, with four months of rest or five months of rest, he might reset into a new player, new goalie. It's that's literally almost the break between uh, a summer season, which could be a whole regroup process. So I think he could come back and, and play just as well as he used to. Summer last year, and then came back and shit the bed at the beginning of the season. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he could do the exact opposite this time. I mean, All right. I agree. <laughs> the one everyone's been waiting for, Toronto versus Columbus Blue Jackets. All right, Ty. Well, I know you want to give your thoughts on that, so go. <laughs> Toronto losing this one, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Really, dude. Wow. Ever I didn't expect that. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> you bet against the Leafs, you'll win a lot of money. Um, <laughs> No, so All the oddmakers have the Leafs at like 55 to like 65% winning the series. So much like how the Rangers were the anti-Hurricanes, um, the Blue Jackets are the anti-Leafs because they got like amazing defense and these bunch of guys up front. Like they have a couple good ones like Dubois, of course, but uh, and Atkinson. But uh, they don't have the star, the, the firepower the Leafs do. weird because they had like the 28th best offense in the league this year, but they had like... Almost league best goaltending and really exactly. good defense. Mers Lincolns and uh, Corpusalo, crazy in net. Frederick Anderson this year, not so good. Uh, and their defense, but, of course. He's at two months rest. Why can't Frederick Anderson come back? And yeah, well, you want to know what happens. Four when, listen, you want to know what happens when Anderson comes back off of rest? Uh, look at the every look at his October stats <laughs> October every single Freddy. year. October Freddie coming back. <laughs> Do I have faith in this guy? Not really. But I mean, the I, Columbus Blue Jackets goalies are like one, one's an NHL rookie and the other one. Yeah, but who cares? Starter before. Oh, no, I'm just. They're, saying. they're sick. Lincoln's they're very good. Yeah. 
They, I don't think goaltending is going to be the, like, the major difference in the series. I feel like it's just going to be who who can be better. Is it going to be the Leafs forward group or the Columbus Blue Jackets defensive group? Luke? Um, I've always hated playing Columbus because they have that edge that Toronto seems to crumple at. Tortorella um, edge. Yeah, and I would really... I, this would be my least favorite of the all possible seven options of the other really? people like doing play-ins. I think Columbus is my least favorite. Um, you would have rather played Pittsburgh than Columbus. I think it would be a more high-skilled game than than the gritty. Be and I think Leafs can match Pittsburgh in in skill. Um, I don't think Leafs can match Columbus in in physicality. Uh, Listen, which this is a default. I wouldn't want to play distancing playoff. There's no. There's no physical play, social distancing. It's good for the Leafs. Everyone's uh, six feet apart. That's going to be interesting. Do you think that's going to have an impact? Because that's going to have an impact on like multiple series, right? Like you look at. Uh, Yo, I've know, heard. Like, of, sorry, go. I've, I've heard that this narrative a bunch. Like a bunch of people are like, won't, won't players come back, and they'll be like hesitant to go in. But like once the competitiveness starts within like the first like. 15 yeah. minutes of a game. I don't think it's about these the players are going to be going at each other. Isn't it about the refereeing, though? If the referees have to say, okay, if there's like a huge scrum or something like that, they have to call penalties or whatever it may be, right? And then if the I, second the refs are coming in and trying to break up scrums that are putting the refs' lives in danger because everyone is just together at that point, right? Like, no. do you think they could end up being like pretty strict about it? I don't think there's any risk. Like the risk happens as soon as they step on the bench in the locker room. It doesn't matter. They're gonna be sharing locker rooms, they're gonna be sharing the ice, they're gonna be sharing water bottles, they're gonna be sharing pucks, they're gonna be sharing gloves, like every like uh, like a scrum isn't gonna change That's the fact saying. that like, someone gets if you look at the way okay, so for example, like, we're talking the about the refs specifically. Yeah, the, the only way we can compare this is to compare it to the sports leagues that have already opened up in other places in the world, right? So if you have to look at the way soccer's been doing it, obviously, you know, soccer, bigger fields, they don't all like sit on this really small bench. They don't really share equipment and everything like that. But they're going to have to have like some types of social distancing rules just in general to at least separate the players a little bit. Someone was saying hockey would be like the most difficult one. Like oh, yeah. it is because they have like the smallest bench, right? Like mm-hmm. they can only be in that little spot. Uh-huh. Whereas like the soccer players, they could, they could literally. <laughs> I saw the first picture. They're okay. But then there's also all this drama about like players celebrating and then all of them coming together and hugging each other. One guy like kissed another guy or some shit like that. But, like, but my so thing with that is like, haven't they gone through a quarantine to get to that point? Yeah. So like, and if it's such a bubble, like, like, like even hospitals who you would think are like the best at, you know, preventing their people yeah, from yeah. having these diseases, they still have tons of cases all the time of their nurses, doctors, That's fair. administrative staff getting the disease, right? So if you think that they have issues with it, and these are all, you know, knowledgeable healthcare providers. But I think it's how, how much you close the bubble, like. Are you allowing yeah, people in leaving. and out like, not all the time? Not no, leaving. exactly. So I think if you're know, like, the start the bubble off clean. And then it's about them getting delivery. And it's not about, you know, all that kind of stuff. Where like any at any moment in the day, something can happen. And there's no way that I hate, you can prevent that. 
Yeah, I hate to. Uh, I got. I got to. hate to uh, stop this sidetrack. Let's get back on topic here. <laughs> yeah. Luke's looking I, at his watch. I would like to, no, I'm not. The only thing I would like to say is, if Marshawn licks anyone in the future, I want him to get 20 games. <laughs> Good point. No, no, Marshawn like, licking. Salt if he licks someone now. <laughs> that, it should have been assault if you licked someone before. It took long. I mean, you punch people in hockey, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let us look. Like you what? lick someone twenty games. Yeah. Did you get everyone's votes on the Leafs Columbus? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't vote. Well, Martin. Yeah, I think Toronto would win, but I I don't like the matchup. I, I think Marty? I think I think Columbus can do what they did to Tampa Bay last year, for sure. Toronto Toronto is not like much better. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess this Columbus is, is way fan. worse. Biased Sens fan. Biased Sens fan. Hey, my hey. my thing is it depends. It depends. Like. The reason Columbus even made the playoffs is because they had insanely good goaltending. Yes. So they don't get insanely good goaltending. Yes. If they that just will even be get average goaltending, and the Leafs get average goaltending, the Leafs are going to take the series. But if Columbus gets that elite Because Columbus doesn't have much scoring. <laughs> exactly. Like, they exactly, have a right? big have scoring problem. problem. Like, Freddie won't and even have to look that good. Yeah, and then if there's, like, a redu- <laughs> reduction in physicality, there's less fights, there's less scrums, where, all the, you know, a lot of those players, they... they they get a lot of their energy from those scrums, right? Like they, you know, you know what I mean? Like they gets in their head and that's kind of like their mindset going in. So if there's less of that as well, that's going to impact. I, I also like Tortorella though, as a playoff coach. Best coach in the league. Yeah. Best coach in the league. Yeah. So, All right. All right. Coaching, coaching chess match for Sheldon Keefe. On to the West. We got the Edmonton Oilers versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Go. Uh, I'm going to take the Oilers in that one because Blackhawks have the worst or one of the worst defenses in the NHL and the Oilers have Dreisaitl and McDavid. So I think I'm Do you think they come the close Oilers. though? Man, it's going to be it's going to be very dependent on Corey Crawford because Crawford's kind of like the glue behind like the thing is Chicago sold off Leonard, right? So they don't have mm-hmm. Leonard anymore, so can't rely on him. So well, they didn't think they'd be in this position. <laughs> what? <laughs> they didn't think they'd be in yeah. Exactly, and the Oilers, the Oilers, no matter what, they'll have you know decentish. They'll have a decent defense. They have a insanely good, you know, top two lines of offense. And I don't think I honestly don't think uh, Chicago can match up. Like, how is Chicago going to match up against one line of Drysaitel, Yamamoto, and Nugent Hopkins, and the other line with Connor McDavid? I, and I think Chicago <laughs> was like Edmonton's scariest matchup possibility. To be honest, just yeah, I agree too. Because like Chicago has like that air about them, although they've gone out four and zero in the past like two playoffs they've been in, and they haven't been in in a few years. So like, I guess I I still think of Chicago in the old times, um, but I I think Edmonton will definitely take the series. Like Connor McDavid, Drysaddle yeah, are just gonna plow through their that I think defense. Chicago's gonna win. I think Chicago's going to win, and then Edmonton gets first overall pick. <laughs> you <laughs> Max hate you. <laughs> You've got Max. Yeah, it top, is. Like, okay, so we did Ty? You didn't even explain the lottery when we came in, actually. Oh yeah. But, but, but I, don't, I think we could do a full episode on that next week. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we we'll stop. This yeah. stops. Yeah. The lottery, the lottery is a whole topic. Keep, keep the content cycle going, you know. There's exactly. not too much out there. There's so many, so, so many things with trades, trades for the lottery too. Like I just read yeah, an article yeah, we'll about like 
each each thing that could happen like where picks are moving and stuff where picks yeah. like end up and drafting and, like, and hope and also hopefully during the next episode uh eric will fix his mic so we can actually hear him when he's talking what do you yeah, mean you can't hear nice. me right now not nope. well, not really it's very uh, quiet it's very quiet i've been i've been talking very loudly too okay versus arizona ty why did oh, you say chicago a... to win again just once real uh, quick just just for fun just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you that's, that's, i don't like edmonton i don't i actually don't like edmonton like at all everything is how would how would this make everyone feel there's no there's no there's no stats behind this no analysis just because that's what i want just deep emotional feelings that's right okay anyway nashville versus arizona i think arizona wins oh interesting taylor hall finally gets to make the playoffs again for the second time in his career when they probably wouldn't have anyway yeah, um, Chicago, no, yeah, Arizona. I remember we had one, one episode maybe back in December, January when we first started doing these, right? And I'm like, Arizona, the be- one of the best teams in the league, best coach, whatever. They they play great, and then they suddenly became terrible. It was like the second you said it too. It was like that episode. It was like sometime in the next like two weeks of when yeah, that you happened. They Ty, and like, you want to know what happened? It was happen, the opposite. <laughs> it was literally right after they traded for Taylor Hall that they just became bad. Yep. <laughs> well, that's just because their goaltending, their goaltender got injured the second he came in, basically. Yeah. And then they just shit the bed. They weren't getting nine thirty goaltending anymore. Yeah. They were getting like nine ten. But uh, at the same time, this is interesting because Nashville was also a underperforming team all year, right? Big acquisition, nice. Matt Duchesne, not very good this year. Ryan Johansson, not very good. Yossi was incredible, but um, he was kind of the only of their star players who was actually playing up to task. Uh, yeah, of course, him and him and Nick Benino. Sorry, no offense. Alice, to Alice, Alice was, was pretty good. Ellis was injured a lot of the year, and he's but coming he was back pretty now, good when he was there. He would be back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you. No one heard my Nick Benino comment, and we're just going to move past it. We're just um, going to keep going. We're gonna keep yeah, going. Keep going. Uh, Pecorine, not very good this year. Soros, yeah. not very good this year. Um, they were kind of an up and down team. Um, so this is and same with Arizona, like I said. Um, so I actually Arizona is getting really healthy though, right? Like they're getting Johnson back. They're getting their goaltending back. Like that's gonna be huge for them. Yes, they're gonna, yes. they're gonna get past Nashville. Like if Taylor Hall can kind of gel with their te- with his you know, line mates a little bit more. Maybe Castle, Castle can do something. Can do something, put up some points. And then Clayton Keller, you know, he he's pre- like, I don't think Nashville's forward group is any better than Arizona's really. If I'm no. like looking at But it, you know, in regards like, to the actual star power, the star power, right, that they Nashville. have, Nashville. I, I, that's why I'm going to go with Nashville. And I know Pecorini I isn't like a great goalie, Arizona's an elite goalie. Better, so I'm going to go with Arizona, I think. I, yeah. I I I want to go with uh, Arizona. I was uh, listening to a podcast and they had an Arizona writer on, and he was saying that he thought the best player for the team this year was Connor Garland. Um, so not one of the yeah. stars, not one of the big guys on the team. So if any of the big guys can actually like play, and the, they have their goaltending back, which is just huge, I think they they will be, be able to handle Nashville pretty pretty easily because Nashville is like 
I used to love Nashville, but they like they didn't do anything when they were good, and they kind of seem yeah. like they've given up. Yeah, they went to, <laughs> a, they went to a cup final, man. No, that's well, nothing. Forward just haven't done anything. Like Forsberg and Johansson, like what the hell's going on, on with those yeah, two? Like they, exactly. they, should, they have the talent to be putting up. Tourist, tourist game paid six million down on their fourth line or whatever. Like you know, who yeah. Nashville should hire Mike Babcock. Oh, no. That is actually a Babcock team, but <laughs> we'll move along. Uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, Minnesota. That's right. Vancouver. I like Vancouver. I like Vancouver, but I feel like this could be an up, more of an upset one where Minnesota can take it. I think Minnesota can take it. Minnesota's just a very good defense. Right, Minnesota's so disappointing. <laughs> Minnesota is always a disappointing team. They just deserve to be disappointing. And Vancouver's being a big like, like, exclamation point on this year. Like they have the mm. like, Quinn Hughes down there. They got Patterson killing it. They got Besser coming back. They got Horvat killing it. Like, I just they got fucking good goaltending. Yeah. If Markstrom's back, got Marks- too, Markstrom's coming back. Yeah, Jesus. Markstrom will be back. So, fuck Minnesota. Back, so, yeah. <laughs> I just like Minnesota's like, I still, I'm 100% with you. Vancouver's probably going to win this one. But I think out of a lot of the matchups, I feel like Vancouver's going to be... I think it'll be a battle. I think it will be tough. Yeah. I think it goes the full five games. I think yeah. Minnesota can give them... Because Minnesota's just a... They don't have any stars, but they're a solid team all around, right? They yeah. got Ryan Suter so back there. Ryan but if they don't have like good goaltending, like... Dubnik's yeah, one of the serious the ones that might miss, might not play. And Dubnik's been awful for the past two years too. So like even yeah. if, even not having him, like they're gonna throw in their backup, who's even been worse. Staylock. <laughs> it's a problematic uh, yeah. decision. I like, think they that, don't have a good option there. I think that uh, Minnesota will pull it off because their defense is great. Uh, Brodine, Spurgeon, and Suter. And yeah, that's that. Just, yeah. I think their defense um, the la- Dumba, like, Dumba, yeah. if he actually yeah, played Dumba, that's right. fucking year. Dumba will come back, yeah. Jesus. Um, last but not least, we got uh, the, the Canadian matchup, the Prairie Battle. I just want to go a little back to Dumba. He's been facing, last year he got majorly hurt, and coming back from a major injury is really difficult. So I think having this much rest for any – for the players that it's really, really beneficial for. I think Matt Dumba is a prime candidate because before he got injured two not last year, not like this year, but the last year, he was killing it before he got He was going to score. Like he was, he was on pace for like 30 goals almost, I think. Yeah, he was, he was point per game. Like he was doing well. Um, so I think Dumba could be a major bounce back, which would it's make their, their defense four guys deep that are – yeah. Very good. Very, I think very the good. older teams are gonna have an advantage like that, right? Like the older players that need yes, more of that. One hundred percent. Like, because like if you know if uh you know like the Leafs for example, Carolina, you know the younger teams in the playoffs, even you know teams like Winnipeg for example, they all have like really young guys and they get less worn down over the season compared to you know the old like Pittsburgh. I feel like they're gonna have a major advantage going in. Like Crosby's all rested up, no injuries. Malkin's all rested up, no injuries. Like mm-hmm. Tang, especially rested mm-hmm. up, no injuries. And then they have guys like Patrick Marlowe. Um, yeah. A bunch of like older, older guys that are like very important to their team. 
Yeah, Patrick Marlowe skates with a Patrick Marlowe skates with a, a like a walker on the ice. He's like forty two years old. I, I I love how they citizen. always have they always have an old guy. Like they had Matt Cullen Matt, when they won all those yeah. cups, and Matt he was Cullen forty. He was really man. forty playing out there. So like they yeah. always have to have that one to- token old dude. They need someone to win a cup, you know, right before they retire. Exactly. If if they win right. Patrick Marlowe a cup, that'd be huge. Like good for that them. That'd be awesome. Can we go to the last the last ones now, boys, and then we're done. Flames versus Jets. Who you got? Uh, Martin, you want to hit it first? Um, I think Calgary takes this. Um, was did one of their goalies I, go down with injury? Did Riddick get hurt this year at all? No. Or did he just no. suck? No, Riddick was, was great this year. Riddick was, was good, good this year. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. Was okay this year. No, Riddick was great. I thought they were doing a timeshare over there. Oh, that's in uh, Edmonton. That's in no, Edmonton. No. Cal- Calgary did a timeshare between Talbot and... Uh, yeah, Talbot. Talbot, that's it. I think they did. No, Talbot pretty... didn't play that much. I'm pretty sure okay, they someone split looked the that games. Talbot, okay, I'll tell you. No, Riddick played most of the games. Pull up the stats. Riddick played 48 games. Oh shit! Really? So he was a yeah. starter, eh? And okay. Talbot played twenty-ish. Yeah, it's tw- started twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I I still think uh, Calgary can take it over the Jets. Uh, actually, it's... screw that. I'm going with the Jets. Good analysis there. I was like, I'm also going with the Jets. So I, I thought Calgary could do it, but I'm like thinking about it. No, I I, I like the Jets. I, think I don't. These, I, I, think I don't are, trust the defense that well. Yeah, so. these are two underperforming teams all year, right? Who were yeah. not as good as expected. Um, but the Jets so, had some players p- perform well. Like Kyle yeah, Connor Halibuck. was still performing. Halibuck was great all year. Um, these are like the two most even teams with Nashville and Arizona. It's like the two most evenly matched series, basically, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Because like, I like guys like, like Tachuk a- in the playoffs. Like, a Matthew yeah. Tachuk is very good, very dangerous in the playoffs. Yes. A lot of penalties. But then again, well, like we talked about, right? If there's, is there going to be less physicality? Is that going to impact Tachuk's game? I don't know. I don't I'm think go, so. Yeah. I'm going with Calgary here. And I don't know. I, I just think that their offense is going to uh, like be able to score on Hellebuck. Because uh, as we all know, the Jets' defense is not good this year. Um, after losing Bufflin and, and mm-hmm. Truba, right? It wasn't that great this year. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. We should, uh, I think we should finish it up. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say something. Yeah, like, Calgary's defense is elite, right? Like, And they're going to have a lot of guys back that are healthy. Yeah. So I think that's it's going to be all about can, big stars, can Wheeler, Shifley, Line A, Ellers kind of outproduce Calgary's forward stars. And then, and then if can they rely on Hellebuck to continue the form he was on, right? Like, he, Hellebuck was one of the, probably the hottest goalie in the league, but can he come back after two, three, four months off and perform to that same level. Like it's basically a new season, right? So I, th- like, I think, I think Goudreau's also, Goudreau's an X factor. 
for because yeah, sure. he, he, he had a down year, right? Exactly. But I think he's like one of those guys, like the players voted Patrick Kane, but he's one of those guys that could be an X factor in a series, especially a series right. where you're facing bad D. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Martin, you want to end it no, off no, no, with no. your? Oh, so, oh, I, want, oh. I think we should end off this with with guessing who the what the order of the buy seeds are going to be. Um, just like don't give your reasonings. Just finish it off with like who do you think is going to be in order? So like for the Eastern Conference, I think it's literally going to be Boston one, Tampa two, Washington three, Philadelphia four. I think that's going to be the order of the buy teams in the East. But in the in the West, I think it's going to be Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, Dallas. All right, okay. just just rapid fire, no explanation. Yeah, rapid fire. All right, I'm Tight. going Go. with in the East. I'm going with Philadelphia, Boston, Tampa, Washington. Damn. In the, and in the West, in the Washington West, uh, yeah, in the West, I'm going uh, Vegas, St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas. Okay, I'll go. Uh, oh, go. Um, Eastern Conference, Boston, Washington, Philadelphia, Tampa. Um, Western, um, I think St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas, Golden Knights. Why do you think Tampa last? Hey, no reasoning. Okay, no reasoning. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to go Tampa first, East, Tampa first, Washington second, Boston third, and Philly fourth, and then in the West, I'm going to go Colorado first, Vegas second, St. Louis third, Dallas fourth. I think if there is one series thing like people would actually throw or like actively throw to try to get a better spot, it'd be the buys to try to land a team that they want. I think, I think really they're going to reseed. I think they're going to reseed each round. Ah, interesting. It's a, so okay, that's, all, that's enough. Martin, that's, okay. that's it. Martin, Martin, finish off with your uh, what was it? Hates and baits. What was it called? Winners and losers. Winners and losers. Winners and losers. Hates and baits. <laughs> um, I, losers. I think I think the people. Uh, it's mostly just losers. <laughs> um, I think the people calling out Felino for saying, like, he's he's a uh, he he needs to see his family and stuff is going to. I think they're they're not very good people. <laughs> um, just statement of the year. Just just because like, come on, man. Although he's an athlete, he still has a family. We talked about this last episode with Sarah uh, Haley two episodes ago with Haley. Like, they have a, there's a family side to the NHL, and you kind of have to see that even as fans, which I don't think a lot of fans do, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, and then the other hate uh, losers were were the people talking about Akeem Aliu and anything like there was some pretty offside stuff, but anything saying like like isn't his five minutes of fame up or whatever? Some of those comments were like, and I bring this up thirteen years later. Yes, that stuff. Like that's because it's more okay like that people feel more okay doing it nowadays like than they did 10 years ago especially and in hockey like, and stuff like that, that literally would have been a career at least he was able to build still build a career right mm-hmm. if, if he tried saying this when he was like 18 mm-hmm. years old oh mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. done nobody 
And then the people saying like Evander Kane, like why are you backing him up or some of those comments, like it's fucking ridiculous. Like obvious like there's still clearly massive racism around like that cop that well, just got the four cops that just got like, fired and stuff too. Like the yeah. If you don't think there's racism, you need to not <laughs> put your opinion forward. And so how so for the winners <clears throat> of the week, you have winners or can I say my winners of the week? You can say winners. I don't I don't have winner okay, winners. winners. My winners is Akeem Alu because uh, you know Akeem he Alu. came out, he told the story, and I think the majority of people saw that and were like, and re- who read that story anyways were like understanding, sympathetic. So I think yes. he's a big winner there, getting the attention that he rightly deserves and attention to the issue. But I also think the three biggest winners are Chicago, the Rangers, and Montreal. <laughs> with the NHL decided to make a ridiculous twenty-four team playoff format to get them into the playoffs even though they weren't going to make it so that's that's my <laughs> big winners you know the hurricanes are afraid of the rangers so they're gonna win. i i admit i am an idiot for thinking <laughs> that they won all four but at the same time i still don't think they're scared of the rangers but anyways we can end it there and luke can uh call us off thank you so much Ty. for listening yeah. yeah that's right Ty, you can call us off Thanks so much for listening to episode 13. Um, we have a lot of fun doing this every week, and uh, we'll be back next week, and we're going to talk about uh, more about the draft, right? Sound good? I think draft, I think, would be a really interesting conversation, and this is lucky number 13, so maybe this is the one that uh, really blows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe, and uh, talk and to you soon. I apologize for Eric. Yep. I apologize for me. I apologize for me, too. And we apologize for Ty too, because I said uh, nothing bad this episode, man. Oh man, I didn't make I didn't make one single problematic comment this entire. Not much editing needs to be done this time around, boys. It was a big argument. That's true, Martin and Eric. You're not going to believe this, but I actually do media training with Ty five days a week now. I'm ready. I'll be I'll be in the next interview you have with someone famous because they didn't yeah, let me in last time. In. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have Sarah Sivian on the podcast soon. Just letting everyone know. Uh, I and tied, gonna, tied. that's enough. Okay, oh, thanks goodbye. So much for uh, listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Okay, bye. <laughs>